Alabama, Alabama white thing. Lavetta, was there anything you want to add to this? To what? The podcast. No. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Randy. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Randy and Ordina, touch it. My mom wanted to send us a uh, cease and desist letter. From whom? <laughs> From her. <laughs> I do. I do. Jeff. I do. Jeff. Stupidity. I'm recording. Been a week. Been a week. It's what? It's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. It's been two weeks. Yes, it has. It's been two weeks. It's been a long time. What have you done? I got I got sick and yelled at because I was being a little shit. That's what happens when men get sick. <clears throat> uh, yeah. They become little shits. Yeah. In all and, fairness, I warned her how much of a baby I was going to be. And then when refuse I got sick. to go to the doctor. Every yep. single man since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, encoded into our DNA. To be fucktards? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like... Are you just saying that? Do you that remember the movie Beetlejuice? Two. When they died, they got the book? Yes. That's basically what happens. When a man is born, he gets a book of how he should react to certain situations. And when people tell him to go to the doctor, he's supposed to be a little shit. Okay. Okay. Um... Hey, I have a question. I haven't. I may have an answer. I don't. Uh, you, you should because you're a woman. Oh. Okay. Um. So, when 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 women go to the bathroom, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm leading off with this. I don't even care because I'm very curious. Okay. Uh, when you're a younger woman, a little lady, if you will. Okay. Is is it a is it a powerful stream? Rephrase that question because I'm not understanding what you. When you want. pee. Uh huh. Is it, a, is it a, like, is there force behind it? Yeah, because we're using our muscles to push onto our bladder to get the urine out. Okay. So there's. I'm just finding as I get older, the stream's not as powerful. I can't. What was that movie? Was it Kindergarten Cop? You don't play Piss Wars? My friend Rain pissed eight feet. What do you mean it's not as powerful? It's not as powerful. I just don't feel like there's a lot of force behind it anymore. Like maybe my prostate is doing things. Your pro- is your prostate it's, large? Do you need no. to have a prostate check, Randy? No, I don't. Isn't that weird? Nope. Hey, I got Isn't I got nine bizarre? and a half years for that. Isn't that weird? Nine and a half years. Does somebody need to knuck if you buck on the prostate? How, how many knucks? One. Just a little one? Or a baker's dozen. <laughs> Six. Six? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of fingers. I don't know. Especially if they're like sausage I'm just, fingers. I'm just realizing... The subtle differences in age now. Well, maybe you need to do some pelvic floor exercises. How do I do pelvic floor exercises? Google it. Googling. Mm-hmm. Not right now. No, I'm Googling right now. Oh, okay. Google, Google away on pelvic, male pelvic Pel- floor exercises. Ma- male? So males can do it? Yeah. Or you're not drinking enough water. That's probably 100% um, true. Because caffeine just makes you pee a lot, which means you don't have a lot in your bladder. So there oh shouldn't God. be a lot of force so behind that. Right? I had coffee, a lot of coffee the other day. And it was just, I couldn't stop. Did you feel like a crackhead? Yeah. Because remember the story of me accidentally drinking my weight in caffeine? Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. I thought I, I thought I accidentally killed myself. Accidentally? Yeah. Did you wake up dead? I felt like it. All right. Let's see. That Manager just... prevent leakage of urine and stool poop. It, it has it in known as incontinence uh, improve your sexual health how to do kegel exercises um no oh. do males need to do kegel i, I mean z do males need to do kegel exercises <clears throat> couldn't hurt well you guys are able to flex your penises yeah 
like, yeah. like make a move. Mm-hmm. By the way, side note, speaking of- I love how you segue from that. Speaking of the dick twitch. Okay. That freaks me the fuck out when, when guys do that. It freaks me out. It freaks me the fuck out. Like- Like- oh, okay, and I, Like, I don't I, I want to paint the picture, but I don't want to paint- Like, when he's standing in front of you, making it jump? Yeah. Or- Mid-coitus. Or just in general, it just like moves on its own. I'm like, mm, that's weird. <laughs> that's bizarre. I mean, or like, the word mid-coitus or a like lot. if they're, if they're, you know, if you're asleep, you know, cause I mean, this may be too much information, but well, okay. Talking about this story or not a story, but just general life, it is actually healthier to sleep naked. Okay. It is, it is healthier to sleep naked. You can Goog that if you want. I'm not lying. There's been a couple of articles out there <laughs> stating the exact same thing I'm saying. Anywho, Matthew and I, for the most part, sleep naked. Okay. Me, not so much. I may sleep half naked just because we have kids and I have to get up in the middle of the night in case they're, they're sick or, you know, we have a diabetic. So in case something happens, I need to get up and, and run. So when we have all the kids, I don't sleep naked when we do have all the kids or when we don't have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I do sleep naked. Matthew sleeps naked regardless. He doesn't give a shit. I mean, it's all males and just me. So he gives two shits. If he has to run upstairs, if there's a low glucose <laughs> buck ass naked, he, could. I mean, that, he doesn't, but that, that Dane cook in the robe. One yeah. day this is all going to be yours. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't, he, he just doesn't care. He's, he's very comfortable. It nude. Anywho, when we're sleeping, uh, when you guys sleep, you guys flex your penises subconsciously. You don't even know you're doing it. It happens. Yes, this is a male thing. It's not, you're not thinking about it. It just, it just happens, you know, and you guys get random erections throughout the night, in the morning, et cetera, in whatever. The weirdest thing on earth is being the partner that does not have a penis and all of a sudden have a random appendage flex on you. Now, maybe not everybody has this issue, but I do. I am a very light sleeper. If somebody drops a piece of hair on the ground, it will wake me up. I will wake up for anything. It doesn't matter. When I get woken up by a random slithering appendage just flexing, it is the creepiest shit. It's like my under the bed monster that actually sleeps next to me. It freaks me out. So I try, I try to scoot at the very edge of the bed sometimes. Cause I'm like that thing. No. It's like, <laughs> All I'm picturing is the Godfather cartoon, the horse head in the bed. All right. Anyways. So men to do a Kegel exercise, follow these steps. Start by holding your pelvic floor muscles in for five seconds to pull in your pelvic floor. Think of pulling in and lifting up your genitals. Don't hold your breath while you do this. Counting out loud can stop you from holding your breath. After holding for five seconds, slowly and completely relax your muscles for five seconds. Repeat this process 10 times, at least three times a day. So you can do this at work. Mm-hmm. And this information is coming from uh, Sloan Kettering. Because it was me, Johnny Hopkins, Sloan Kettering. We were blazing that shit like every day. Mm-hmm. So maybe that will help with uh, having that full stream. You're talking about maybe sometimes I think it's the medicine too because it's up. You need to up your water intake. Yeah. 
in lowering your caffeine. When to do Kegel exercises. When standing up, walking, walking to the bathroom, sneezing, sneezing or coughing, and laughing. Yeah, because believe it or not, women after giving birth. Wait, let me try that. <laughs> if they sneeze, cough, jump, up and down, doesn't matter. There is, you might possibly, possibly pee a little. <laughs> Just a little. Um, Z is in the room and she is jumping up and down saying, yes, yes, ma'am. Praise Jesus. She's speaking truth. Yeah. Especially if you have pelvic floor damage and then mm -hmm. it becomes a huge issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do I it's, have pelvic floor damage? It's a huge issue. No, for, for females who have given oh. birth, that can happen. Gotcha. Yes. Uh, it is very traumatizing on a woman's body to give birth. <laughs> People think it's normal. I mean, it isn't normal, but it's very damaging. Anywho, um, so maybe that'll... Men, on the other hand, they can actually have the exact same issue of accidentally peeing when they sneeze and cough and jump and all that. I'm not worried about that. I mean... You just need a strong stream? I just... I just... You know... Well, you don't know because you're not... Like, sometimes when you go into, like, bathrooms that are in... Uh, like restaurants, sports bars, stuff like mm -hmm. that. They'll have a, a target in the urinal. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Damn sometimes, it. sometimes Why do we some have of the fancier fun things. Some of the fancier ones will have an actual game. What? With a screen right above you. No. When you're peeing on the target. Yeah. Do you remember the old like that's... at the carnivals, the horse races with the water guns? Yeah. If you hit it, yeah. 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 That's what it is. That's bullshit. Why is that bullshit? Because I, w women should have that too. It's it's also a device used to keep the urine inside the urinal. Well, yeah, I can appreciate that. Because we tend to pee all over the place. Yes, you do. Yes. I I live with four males and two male cats. I It is awful <laughs> cleaning bathrooms. I now make the boys clean their bathroom, but I do go behind and clean after them because for some odd reason males think that just wiping you know, randomly, sporadically, that's cleaning. That's not cleaning, boys. Oh, wait, what do you mean wiping randomly and sporadically? Like they just, they do those huge, like just random swipes and miss like half of the table or half of the counter. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, that's clean. Or they, you know, push an ice cube under the, um, under the refrigerator and they're like. Okay, I'm guilty of that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody will know. But as know. far as wiping stuff down, like I'm really good at that. Okay, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You're a, it's because I like man. to see I like to see the entire surface wet and then dry. Mm -hmm. But that may I mean that's just a quirk of yours. I'm talking about like tiny males. Oh, you know where they're like they're being forced to clean. You know, oh, yeah. and they'll they'll take yeah. all their dirty clothes and they'll throw it in the in their closet and they're like, oh my room's picked up, bitch. Are you kidding me? Are you are you kidding me? No, it's not there. That's why there's a hamper that says dirty clothes. That's why there is a trash can in your room that says trash on it. Literally trash says it on the side of the can. You don't have to keep trash on your counter because you have a, a trash can right next to you. What flavor bag do you go with? Do you go, do you go Walmart, Target, what? Dollar General in huh? the trash can? Oh, in the trash can? Yeah. Oh, it's random. Oh, okay. It's whatever would fit that trash can. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause I've got smaller well, I've got um, I've got actual trash bags for them, but they're a little they're a little too large. So I use the like Walmart bags and all that stuff to clean the the 
cat box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Waste not, want not. Excuse, excuse me. No, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, correct, correct. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did talk to one of my male friends the other day, speaking of strong streams. Yeah. And I have a male, I have a question for the, for the male. Okay. Okay. So I hear that when you're younger as a male, when you masturbate and you ejaculate, this particular male I was talking to, he said, I could literally blow my load across the room. Like it could go over my head and hit the, the, the wall behind my bed. Now it doesn't do that. Is that, is that true? Is the pressure behind ejaculation get less and less strong as you age? Give me about 20 minutes. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, but not in here. Not in here. Um, We're not I, I will say it, as so a younger lad, that is correct. Okay. So it is like super strong when you're younger. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Because males can basically create their, their sperm is viable till you die. There is no, there is no end to viable sperm unless, you know, you have an issue with sperm, yeah. but with females, you know, we have, we have an, we have a time clock. We have an internal clock where we run out of eggs. Um, males don't. So why would, why would the ejaculation become less and less strong as time goes on? You can still technically procreate until you die. I don't, maybe it's that pelvic floor. I don't know. And that, that's true. That's true. Or an enlarged prostate. It's just the pelvic floor. Just remember guys, go get that, go get that check. I will for your in nine and a half years. Go get that knuck if you buck exam. Uh, it's just one finger. I, I do have a significant an amount story of about the force of ejaculate. Oh, do you? Oh, I do. Did it hit your eye? Oh, yes. Oh, uh, did you get an infection? No, no. Well, you're lucky. Yeah. Did you wash it out immediately? A hundred percent. Well, that's why you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get that sperm Which eye. Brings me to my next point. Okay. Ladies or men, if you're performing fellatio, don't let go when he says he's about to go. Just point it somewhere, not his face. Well, so is that what is, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. So what did you do? Like curl into your dick? No. So it could I shoot was directly on into my your back, face? Getting serviced. Right. And I did the honorable thing, tapped her on her head, said, hey, about to go. She let go. And okay. I went. Okay. And it's pointing... Well, then why didn't you point your appendage in the direction you wanted it to go? She's going to let go. You did the honorable thing by letting her know, and she removed herself from the situation. Yeah, I was a young kid. I don't know if it's like a – I was 19. Oh. Yeah. You should have have prefaced that. Yeah, sorry. I was 19. Mm. I didn't know if it was like porn where they just – all over the face. I don't don't know. I was severely inexperienced at the time. So you thought – that you did the gentlemanly thing yeah. by, by tapping and saying, hey, about to go. She releases and you thought she would turn immediately into a porn star and want it all over her face? When that's your only experience with seeing blowjobs happen? Maybe. So that was your first blowjob? No, it wasn't my first. It was your, it was your last though with her, right? No. <laughs> um, I was just more careful the next couple times. Well, I mean, okay. Well, let's be fair. There, you guys are very messy. Okay. Um, and when men think that, I mean, nobody wants to sleep on that. You feel me? No. 
You don't feel me on that? You no, like I mean, nobody wants to sleep on that. That's what I'm agreeing to. Right. Yeah. I mean, but we have to clean that shit up. I mean, it, well, a lot of the times they think that we that we need to. Um, you know, I feel like sometimes you guys think that like we're like the trash can for you. <laughs> I guess that's where Look, they came up I'm with the terminology is, come dumpster. Is that laundry detergent is expensive these days. No I will do shit. everything I can to not make you wash bedding over and over again. Oh, okay. So you're doing the gentlemanly thing by wanting it removed from the situation yeah. internally. So you or, don't have to you don't have to clean it up. Or on a belly and use a towel, whatever. It, you're not saving laundry. Yeah, but towels you do all the time anyways. Bedding you do like what, once a week? Yeah. Once, twice a week. Or twice a, every two weeks. It depends on how often you sleep in it. I guess. I mean I, I it depends on how busy I am. Like mine's mine's probably once every two weeks, honestly. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to clean the sheets more often, but again, I have to do a lot of laundry anyways. Yeah. And I don't I run out of time. But whatever. I guess average is one to two weeks. Which brings me to my next question. Specifically for you. Towels are every week. <laughs> um, so you have a shirt, right? Uh-huh. Uh so okay, let me let me start over. What? Matt has a shirt. Okay. Matt cuts the sleeves off said shirt, uses it as an undershirt. Is it an undershirt or a wife beater? That's not a wife beater. A wife beater is a tank top. Thank you. A cutoff shirt is a it's a, a cutoff shirt is a cutoff shirt that does not need to be worn anywhere, but maybe during yard work. I or, hate I hate cutoff shirts. I, I mean, I'm not going to wear it out like I, I use it as undershirt. Like I buy specific undershirts, but I don't like sleeves under my other shirts. Yeah. So I just cut the sleeves off. Oh, okay. But then like my other shirts that I just use for, like you said, yard work or going to the river. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go. I don't even like them during the ri river. Well, uh, you can, you could literally just buy a tank top. Why do you have to, why? Mm -mm. Because I, this doesn't look good in a tank top. It is. Boobs hang out. But yeah, I mean, it is technically the same thing. I just, I, I just have a, a separate category for them because they're cut off shirts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to me, a tank top is a hemmed, both sides are hemmed. You know, a, a cut off shirt is a cut off shirt. Like you, you cut off the sleeve shirt. I'm not, and that goes for women too. I'm not a fan of them. Don't okay. like them. I, I don't know why. I'm going to get more in some shorty shorts and that's how I'm going to pick the kids up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and maybe some cowboy boots. You can do. You can go and get Gabe and Gavin. Uh, I will. You just let me know, please. I got to get some cowboy boots and some shorty shorts. Listen, well, I'm gonna need to go with you because I have to film this. Yeah, and then you can see the dress code or lack thereof. Yeah, we've we've exhausted that, we that have. conversation. We have. So, but you can see it for yourself though. Yeah, because I can't film it. So I have. Um, how far are we into this? I have no do we idea. Have, do we have more stuff to talk about? We should save some. We should. Yeah. I, I don't, I mean, do you have a topic or is this I just do. the bitch fest? I, I, I do. Um, I can have a bitch fest in, 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 in a, two weeks. Okay. I mean, it's fine with me. I don't, I don't care what you do. What, yeah. what are we, what are we doing? I, I found, I found a list. Okay. <laughs> on the occult museum. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Sorry. I just choked <laughs> from the excitement. <coughs> oh my goodness. Crap. Okay. 
All right, we're going to go Undying Love. Uh, Five the, true yet incredibly twisted cases of necrophilia. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 pretty, pretty gross. Carl Tanzler, you know that guy? Uh-huh. You've heard of that guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably the most famous and well-documented case of necrophilia. Uh, Carl, guilty of a crime committed in the name of love. So uh, he met the love of his life uh, in a hospital. He worked there as a doctor in the 1930s. A, uh, a local Cuban-American woman named Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyos was... I, uh, I really wish you didn't... Well, you know what? We'll go into more details since this is just a list. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just a list. Um, so uh, brought in by her mother for examination, uh, he immediately recognized the woman as he previously had been visited by visions of a late ancestor who revealed to him the face of his true love, which was Elena. So uh, you want to guess what Elena had? What she died from? The sump. She died from the sump. And for those of you that don't remember, that's the consumption or tuberculosis. So uh, fatal disease at the time. Carl I'm made the best of his efforts. Say what? I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> uh, well, well, what did I say after that? I don't know. Like, like, uh, like Doc Holliday in oh. Tombstone. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> we're, get, we're bringing it back. Yes. Uh, Carl, uh, he made the best of his efforts to, to uh, you know, save and cure Elena of the horrible disease. Uh, Carl professed his love for the young woman, showering her with gifts and affections, but his love was unrequited. Aww. He was devastated when she passed away. He told the family he would gladly take care of the burial costs and even asked permission to build an above-ground mausoleum in the Key West Cemetery. So, uh, night in April of 1933, made his way through the cemetery in a dark toy wagon, removed her body, um, took it to his home. What was... There was a short story about this, right? Rose family, was that it? I don't remember. Um... Where was I? Uh, okay, yeah. So um, he reattached her bones with wire hangers, replaced her eyes with fake ones, and even decided to skin her and replace her decaying epidermis with silk cloth soaked in wax and plaster. He made a wig out of Elena's own hair uh, that her mother had previously gifted him, uh, also filled her body with rags and constantly sprayed her with perfumes and other disinfectants to neutralize odors. I feel like that was all for naught. Well, <clears throat> we're going to go into more detail in a couple of weeks. Well, when I decided to actually do this story. Um, Is it on your list? Yes. And there's a reason why it's behind on my list. Okay. I have a, a personal attachment to it. No. Oh. A familial attachment Are to this story. To no. Because you're Cuban, B. <clears throat> yes. And my family's also from Key West where this happened. Uh, so next seven years, his uh, Carl and his now doll-like love lived together happily until mm. Helena's sister becomes suspicious and of his um, reclusive behavior and paid him a visit. October 1940, Carl's grotesque secret was discovered and he was taken into custody for medical evaluation, arrested for grave rob robbery, but later released without charge. Body of Helena was now... Uh, is, was confiscated and is now resting in Key West Cemetery under an unmarked grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. All right, Karen Greenlee. She's been moved a couple of times. Okay. Mm-hmm. All I right. Can't, I can't talk about it more because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. we're, we're going to get into it. 
Yeah. But there's a lot of, there's actually a lot of uh, different renditions to the story. Um, they kind of combined like truth with fact and all of that. And Yeah. Um, what did, what did that story say that she was stuffed with? Uh, rags. Mm. Uh, let's see. Da -da -da. She, she was covered with silk cloth, soaked in wax and plaster, made a wig, uh, also filled her body with rags. Mm. Yeah. Constantly sprayed her with perfume. Yeah. There's a couple of stories of what she was actually filled with and why she was actually filled with this. Oh yeah. Things. We're definitely going to get into that one. Mm -hmm. All right. Karen Greenlee. So after several days of hearing nothing from Karen Greenlee back in 1979, her family was uh, preparing themselves to hear the worst. That is until they discovered where Karen had been and especially who she had been with. Um, she was an apprentice embalmer in a mortuary in Sacramento, California. She had been missing along with the hearse and body of a 33-year-old John Mercure who had uh, died a week before. When the authorities found her, um, they also found a suicide note on the scene uh karen had tried to commit suicide by overdosing on tylenol with codeine pills but didn't succeed which by the way that is a shit way Ugh. tylenol pills with codeine yeah okay i ran on several people like that when i worked on the yeah. ambulance uh so um officers were in shock when they read the note that stated i had sex with the dead bodies of 20 to 40 men it's an addiction uh so apparently Necrophilia was legal at the time in California until 2004. Uh, Karen was only charged with stealing the hearse and delaying the funeral and spent just 11 days in jail. Um, in a very open interview for the book Apocalypse Culture, Karen admitted to starting her necrophiliac practices at a young age and that the smell of a freshly embalmed corpse turned her on. At a young age? It didn't say when. How? How do you, how do you, how does that happen at a young age? I mean, did she grow up? I don't, I don't know. With the family that owned a, okay. Just creepy. Okay. All right. Kenneth Douglas uh, was a door-to-door -door salesman convicted of killing and raping Karen Range in 2008. Uh, admitted that he killed Range, but denied all rape allegations after a long and intensive, extensive investigation. Police tied Kenneth Douglas to the crime. The semen left on the body of Karen proved to be that of Douglas, who was working as a morgue attendant when the ordeal happened. Uh, they also discovered he had also violated three other women. Douglas then confessed to having had sexual intercourse with as many as 100 bodies while waiting for autopsies. I would just get on top of them and pull my pants down, Douglas said. Uh, Where guilty. was this? It didn't say. Okay. Pleaded guilty and was sentenced to three years in federal prison. Families of the victims are still suing. Who do they sue? Who do you sue? Him? In a civil suit? He has no money. I mean, they do it anyways. Yeah. All right, Nicholas. I mean, it's not like you can get your, your car insurance to pay it or your homeowners. No. I don't think there's a clause in those. No. I don't know. I mean, Any uh, insurance salesman want to clarify? I mean, we can we can get... You know, life insurance for alien abductions. That is true. Maybe we can have life insurance for necrophilia. I wonder if there is life insurance for necrophilia. I don't want to Google it. I'm, I'm Googling. Yeah. Look that up. That's There can't be insurance for that. There, I'm going to be very sad if there's insurance for that. I'm going to be even more sad if it's like farmer's there's... insurance. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Or was it the same company that offers alien abduction? Um, 
No. I mean, there's cases, but it <clears throat> they have they have insurance called professional indemnity insurance for funeral directors. So maybe, you know. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that, yeah, that might actually fall under that. Yeah. They'll be dropped immediately. Yeah. They'll be yeah, they'll pay it out and be dropped and they'll their premiums will go up and then they'll they'll probably have to sue that person also. Yeah. For nothing. They'll just gain all sorts of fees from their attorney and not gain anything. Okay. All right, Nicholas Clow, practicing Satanist and necrophiliac, uh, ne- I'm sorry, necrophilic fantasizer Nicholas Clow, a.k.a. the Vampire of Paris, started his fascination with death from an early age. Feeling like an outsider while growing up, um, Nico started lurking in graveyards at night and breaking into mausoleums. I woke up one day feeling the senator urge to dig up a corpse and mutilate it, and that's where it all began, said Nicholas. At 21, he became a morgue attendant and was often left alone with the corpses. Uh, There he started to indulge in the act of eating strips of muscles from the body and drinking bags of blood after adding powder proteins. You know, like at the smoothie shop. He made a protein shake? Yeah. Yeah. He put flaxseed in there, a little bit of kale, some blueberries. And let me tell you, he had a a very good day. It was, uh, he was filled with energy. He had all of his, uh, you know, his proteins, uh, his his sodium potassium pump was just working like a champ that day. You said strips? Yeah. I wonder if you have to put any collagen supplement in there. I did. He air dry them and make jerky. Mm. What kind of what kind of seasoning? I mean, it's at least zero. Was it teriyaki? Did he go mango habanero? Well, teriyaki has a lot of sugar, so it depends on if he's keto. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we don't... Uh, I like a good strip. It has to be... It has to be... I don't like the soft jerky. Yeah, we it don't want him, jerky, we don't want him to go you know into DKA, saying? so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, arrested in 1994 for the murder of Thierry Bissonnier, Bissonnier, who he had met in an S&M forum online. Um, I bet he was at the uh, Folsom Street Fair. Uh, after deciding to take his dark obsessions to the next level, he shot and killed Bassanier with a handgun. Convicted of the crime and served his time, he was released in 2002. He now lives with his girlfriend somewhere in Paris. I bet he can't wait till she dies. Right? He's just counting down the days. I wonder if he. <clears throat> I wonder if he wants her to lay still, just like while arms crossed while they're having sex. That's weird. Like Pretend like you have rigor mortis. Well, there's, <laughs> you know, a couple of serial killers. That's how they got their their start. They Number five. The live people. Serial killers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jerry Brudos, Ted Bundy, and Henry Lee Lucas are among the most prolific serial killers our nation has ever seen. Among the heinous crimes they each committed, it should be no surprise that necrophilia appears to be on the list. Uh, Jerry Brudos, a.k.a. the lust killer... Slash show fetish, show fetish slayer. I say that's five times fast. Killed four women in 1968, 1969. Had sex with the corpses of the victims, along with keeping two pairs of amputated breasts as paperweights and a left foot that he would use to model the shoes he had collected while breaking into women's homes and stealing them. Paperweights? Yeah. Those must be small breasts. I would think they would be better as book. Bookends? Bookends. Yeah. Hmm. Ted Bundy, 
the charming and eloquent guy who oh. would subdue women by tricking them and later killing them. I love how they describe that sex. asshole. Say what? I love how they how everybody describes that asshole. Yeah. That charming. Oh yeah, they eloquent. fetishize him. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, they yeah. put Zach Efron, that fucking gem. Yeah. To play him. Yeah. Who's whose sex appeal is like right below the one and only. You know who I'm talking about. Mark Ruffalo? No. Did you Sean just Connery? Say Mark Ruffalo? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's someone obscure. Mm-mm. I re- I that vaguely... every dude has a crush on. Oh, fucking Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's right below Ryan Reynolds, yeah. dude. Yeah. Or he's he's on he's in the top ten. Yeah. Like he's he's held it for Ryan Reynolds while Ryan Reynolds was peeing. Like that's how close they are in the right. in the ranking system. He's he's an intern for Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. Him and uh what's that other feller? It was in the notebook. Oh God. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. He would subdue women by tricking them and later killing them. Uh, enjoyed having sex with the corpses of his victims. He kept some of the victims' heads in his place to use them later for fellatio. And I bet they didn't let go. I bet and there abused was a lot the victims' of corpses involved. to point of putrefaction until it was impossible for him to continue with his fetishes. I wonder if he removed the teeth. Because, you know, when rigor mortis set in. Yeah. He put some caps on them or something. Caps. Like, you know, those little uh, like acrylic nails that you can put on cats so they don't scratch no, the shit out no, of you? No, dude. They put um, mouth guards in mm-hmm. like they were a football player. Maybe like stuff their mouth with like a grapefruit or something. I don't know. What? What? I read in one of those weird things that a grapefruit is apparently the same consistency. Uh-huh. Which. So is one apple pie. I don't know. I've pie. never eaten a grapefruit. Apparently. So, yeah. According to American Pie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Pie fucker. Pie fucker. It's the Dawson. Finally, Henry Lee Lucas murdered 11 people that we know of, uh, known to be one of the most depraved killers around. Lucas uh, started at a very young age. They all started at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Uh, By having a sexual relationship with his older half-brother at the age of 13, who introduced him to bestiality and animal torture. Uh, Years later, he teamed up with depraved drifter, Otis Tool, and together they went on a rampage through the U.S. that lasted seven years. Besides dismembering their victims and engaging in necrophiliac necrophiliac acts, they also enjoyed cannibalism. The end. It's always a power thing. Sweet dreams, kids. (laughs) Did you just say sweet dreams? Yeah, sweet dreams. Sweet, sweet dreams dreams. are made of this. Who am I to disagree? Travel the world in the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Looking for something? Yeah. Thanks, Marilyn. Thanks, Coneheads. Manson. Meh, meh. He's an interesting artist. He is. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen his his work? Uh, Like, I vaguely remember some Mm -hmm. of his stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. I got to say, he was really, really good in Sons of Anarchy. I've never seen that show. That's okay. Um, I need to. Keep hearing about it, even though it's been discontinued for a hot minute. But yeah, but that's the way I am. Like people love it. shows, mm-hmm. and I won't start them until they end years yeah. after everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is the best show ever!" Like I'm fucking loving Archer right now. Yeah. Uh, what's I, the other? I, one? I, I bet you are. Yeah, yeah. What's the other one that we uh, that you showed me? Big Mouth. That one's pretty funny. Uh, I mean, it's funny. I, I. I 
I didn't get into it, but it's it's funny. But I don't, I don't my opinion doesn't really matter. I don't get into it. I still gotta finish shows. that midnight mass. I haven't started that yet. It's on my list. Is it really good? Since you're God. It's on it's on my list. I just I, I read so much. <laughs> I don't have enough time. And I'm on YouTube. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> I I go into the black hole of YouTube and I can't get out of it. Yeah, there's a uh, there's actually a podcast about that. About what? About the rabbit holes of YouTube. Oh, I'm sure. And how is. like damaging it could be. Yeah. There's there's studies on it too. Yeah. There's studies on social media in general. And that, my friends, is why everybody's so fucking crazy now. Yeah. God, I hate social media. I really do. I really, really, really do. Well, Randy. Yeah. Um, what made you uh decide on that list? It was in front of my face. It was the first one? Uh, it was well, I looked up there's a there's a section on the website called uh morbidly macabre and on the occult museum yeah they've got historical horrors morbidly macabre uh myths and legends mystery and murder the horrors supernatural unnatural wonders and i was like well let's get weird so i went with that one okay i mean it was it was interesting necrophilia is always interesting anyways who uh please please specify in the fact of studying what do you mean you just said necrophilia is interesting. You no, offered nothing after that. Oh, <laughs> it's it's interesting to study. It's yeah, okay. interesting to study the cases yeah. and the motive behind it or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of the same thing as as cannibalism. You know, you you can almost understand cannibalism more than necrophilia, though. Especially if you bring in like the religious aspects, the cultural aspects of of um, I just of eating someone, but necrophilia is just so out there. Like what is, you might be able to answer. So, cause I know you've, you've done or at least read things about this. So what is, what is, didn't they find something in the brain for people who were sociopaths, psychopaths, people that did shit like this? Like, wasn't there? Well, they're continuing to do studies on it. They, especially since we have MRIs and, yeah. you know, cats and and all of that we are able to do we're able to look at the brain more and see what lights up what doesn't you know with different types of studies so they're continuing to do those types of studies and i'm assuming they're doing it more so i mean obviously for forensic research but for like the fbi and and all of that you know I mean, I've seen those studies where people had tumors on certain parts of the brains that made them do things, mm-hmm. and once removed, they were cured. Yeah, and that's what's interesting. Um, we have a local case uh, where a woman, she, and I don't know if you guys remember this story, where she had a child. The child was young. Um, she's had, she had two children. She was a very doting mother. Um, her husband... Uh, was in the military, but was stationed other places. But she just stayed in Alabama with the kids. And all of a sudden, um, she just became just catatonic almost. She she quit feeding them, quit taking care of the kids. And the child, the the baby, actually died. From I don't remember this one. The, they just had another um, trial on her. Turns out this woman, after the child died, she was very cold about it. She she really had no reaction 
As a matter of fact, her um her nine one one call, she didn't even it almost looked like she didn't even realize what was going on. So yeah. the child basically starved to death. Um, and it was just you know an awful case, and no one really understood what happened. Well, she's she went completely blind in jail. She went completely blind. All of this other stuff. So they took her to the doctor. It turns out she has a tumor in her brain, um, in the area where basically caring for oneself or others was, was yeah. basically uh, hindered. It was it was tampered with. There are not a lot of cases for them to base this on. So it's it's really really interesting how they are going to proceed. I actually need to look up because she should have already had another trial. Um, it was supposed to be done either at the end of September or the beginning of October. The people who are involved in this, because they've of course reached out to different hospitals and research hospitals and all of that, they're saying you know there's not a lot of cases based on this, but because we've had so much. Technolo technological advances, now we're able to see the detriment that happens with people with, with tumors in their brains and what happens to them. So, you know, you, you care about what happened to that child, but then you question, well, she wasn't, she wasn't in the right state of mind either. Yeah. She, she had, she has a map and the tumor, the size of the tumor is like the size of, oh gosh, I can't remember what they said. I want to say, um, I want to say that it's like the size of a baseball or something. It's a huge tumor and it's a slow growing tumor. So by the time she had the child and it, you know, continued to grow more and more of her ability to care at yeah. all just started slowly going away. So she, what one of the, um, professionals said was basically people with these types of tumors, they quit caring at all. They'll literally just lay in the bed. They, they don't, they don't have the, the ability to think forward of, I have to do this. I have to do this for myself, for other people. Um, they don't have to, you know, they, they, they just completely forget. So it's really interesting seeing it. So there's more and more studies, but the problem is kind of like, uh, with forensic cases with, um, social media and everything, our laws are so archaic. Yeah. They, they're not pushing forward with technology. So I don't know, I don't know how they would do certain things, but yeah, I mean, you can prove that they weren't in the right state of mind. I don't know if they have any evidence. I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked it up, but I don't know if they have any evidence of, you know, necrophilia antics or cannibalistic. I, I don't, I don't know that part. I mean, I, but that's so few and far between and so specific I, I don't know. That'd be interesting to look up. I, I'll probably do that, but I hope that answered. <laughs> probably didn't. No. Yeah. But whatever. We'll go with it. Okay. Um, All right. I got nothing else. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that was that was really good and really interesting. It went well with the um, stream conversation or less than strong stream conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe they had strong pelvic floors. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess with rigor mortis sets in, yeah. it's super strong. We we do know that bowels uh, are released. I'm I'm yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was good, Rand. All right. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Hope you guys liked the uh, 
Necrophilia. Sweet dreams. Okay, bye. Bye. Where can they find us, Tina? Where can you find us, Tina? Stop it for a second. <laughs> where can they find us? Where Let's... can they find us, Randy? Randy, where can they find us? MySpace. That's Facebook. <laughs> this dude just said MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> MySpace.com slash hydrogen and stupidity. Randy, where can they find us? On the internet, motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Randy, where can they find us? He already said it on the internet, motherfuckers. Loretto? It's going to be... Calm what? It's I'm calm. Be the book of faces. This is me calm. Calm. You don't see me jacked up. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm jacked to the tits. <laughs>